0: In this episode, we're excited to have the multi-talented actor and comedian, Vinny Coppola. Donna uses Starbucks and a dash of charm to win over the love of his life, and Mike gets confused when his wife is called a donkey tail. All this and more coming up on this episode of That Story Show. We'll be right back.
1: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day.
0: Hey, he was cooking pizza. I turned into a
2: bat. I flew into the I left her some guano.
0: Hey, podcast people. Welcome back to That Story Show, episode 452, brought to you the week of October 12th, 2023. I'm your host. My name is James Kinnison, and my good friend is here. Hey, James. It's me, John.
2: Uh, And that's not really that important, but I do have a question. Yeah, it's been bugging me all day. Absolutely. If two vegans get into a fight, right. is it still called a beef? <laughs> I I I just I don't know. I don't know. I don't know.
0: I guess it could be called a
2: tofu kind of beef. Well, and it,
0: if you're Italian it and a vegan, which uh. one do you tell first? You know, <laughs> all right. I would be amiss if I did not introduce our guest. He is known in film. He's featured in the horror thriller *Extra Mundane*, available on Amazon Prime. He's cast in the superhero ap- *Samaritan* alongside Sylvester Stallone. He's made appearances on popular TV shows, including the Nashville Network, HBO's *Entourage*, FX's Center, of Anarchy*, Comedy Central guest appearances on RFD networks. Larry's Country Diner and participation in Turner South's Liars and Legends. He's created and developed and wrote an eight-part web series called Codename 12. He hosts a weekly podcast called New Bits with Vac and Vinny, available on most major podcast platforms. He's had dry bar comedy appearances on YouTube, a dry bar special called Vinny Coppola, People Person, Actor and Comedian. Uh, Vinny Coppola, welcome to That Story Show.
1: You... Thank you so much for having me, guys. It's, uh, it's, uh, I, I, can I clarify one thing? Yeah. Uh, about the credits that you read. Um, I did appear in the movie Samaritan. The movie Samaritan does star <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. However, I was not in a scene with Sylvester Stallone. Oh. <laughs> that would have been now. great. That would have been fantastic. But uh, uh, he wasn't even in town when we shot my scene. Oh. That yeah. That was the first thing I asked when I got on set. Hey, is Sylvester Stallone here? Do we, any chance Aye, I can shake said, his hand? Yeah. Nah.
0: No. <laughs> been, uh, not a Wait. chance. Oh.
1: You it's said alongside. I just want to clarify that for everybody.
0: Okay. My bad. <laughs>
1: no, 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 no. In it's, the it's,
2: credits, in, you're alongside him. That's, that's what counts, right? I mean. There you go. There you go. In the same space. Excellent.
1: I'm, 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 yeah. I'm, a, I'm a neurotic maniac. I'm sorry, guys. Well,
0: either way, we're thrilled to have you. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. you know, much better than Sylvester Stallone. So there you go. Uh, I
1: appreciate that. I'm going gonna, gonna to add that one to my credits, too. There you, there go. you go.
0: There you go. Just better than Sylvester James Stallone. James Kennison says. Yeah, James Kennison. <laughs> Who in the it's heck is that? far in life. Yeah. Uh, we and another
1: thing. Another yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, another thing. It's, it's Coppola. Okay. The way you pronounce it is correct. Okay. Um, there's actually three ways to pronounce it because it's a very common Italian name. We say Coppola. Um, over there in Italy, they say Coppola, and there's also Coppola. Mm. <laughs> so it can get very confusing.
0: Oh, I'm glad we got it right. <laughs> and uh, again, welcome to the show. Let's do some news nuggets. <laughs> All right. U.S. Customs officials seize a giraffe. No, they seize giraffe feces from a woman. At a Minnesota airport, Minneapolis, federal customs agents ad- rejected the plans of an Iowa woman who brought giraffe feces from Kenya into the United States for making jewelry. There you go. (laughs) Stay off Etsy now. Just just stay off Etsy. (laughs) was like some real crappy jewelry. (laughs) Sorry, it was right there. I had to. She declared (laughs) the feces during a luggage inspection at Minneapolis St. Paul Airport on on September 29th. While it is possible to import draft poop with permits and inspections, the woman faced (laughs) no sanctions as she declared it. Uh, however, customs agriculture specialists had to destroy the feces. <laughs> What'd you do today at work, honey? You know, <laughs> you'll never Destroyed guess. Destroyed Pope. Uh, they <laughs> had to destroy it due to health risk, bringing fecal matter to the United States poses significant health dangers as it would lead to the spread of diseases like African swine fever, classical swine fever, uh, classical, it's a fancy f- swine fever uh newcastle <laughs> disease say foot and mouth disease and swine vascular disease uh all of which i've had uh be, being from georgia <laughs> all us georgia kids um but these are all present in kenya and so uh, they didn't want that stuff coming over but yeah uh, how, how sweet yeah. of her there was a photo and it, it was a shoebox full of uh full of little droplets you know
1: <laughs> Who I, the- I got a question yeah how do you destroy giraffe feces?
2: <laughs> I know so I mean, it's not like you can crush it up or anything. I mean, crush it or what? Do you,
1: I mean, you, you bl- don't. I mean, listen they're they're concerned they're concerned about uh, what all those diseases and all that stuff. So burning's out. Yeah. <laughs>
0: what?
1: How do you what? <laughs>
2: ba- bake it. I'm gonna uh, have to Google that later. Put it. Yeah. Down. I don't know.
0: How do- <laughs> Acid. What
2: was her also, had So are they sure it was her.
1: giraffe? Are they sure it was giraffe feces? Uh,
0: that that's no. what she claimed. I mean, I, I don't know.
1: Oh, she claimed it was yeah. Yeah. So
0: they're probably going off of her declaration. I just wonder what her plans were. You know, it, did she <laughs> have a a method in place to sterilize this stuff before she turned it into a freaking anklet? You know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't yeah. know if I'd want to wear that.
1: Yeah. yeah. Man, this gift stinks. <laughs> it's got a weird <laughs> scent to it. Do you smell that? I don't understand. What is this? Oh. oh, oh, it's it's a necklace. Wait a minute. Out of all the parts oh, of piercing. this
0: beautiful animal, <laughs> out of all the parts that you can make jewelry out of, let's use this poop. You know? Ah.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Is it when it, I mean, when it drives or something, does it get like a sheen, like a pearl or something? Yeah, I mean, what's, it, I don't, you
2: know, why say, giraffe
1: feces? I,
0: I guess you can polish a turd, you know? So, <laughs>
1: <I> <laughs>
0: did Mythbusters proved that. Nice. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I wasn't going to read this one. On it, the original title was uh, Chicago Woman 104 Skydives from Plane. Uh, aiming for record as the world's oldest skydiver. So I wasn't going to read that. I'm like, that's not funny. It's interesting. But then I went to another website that had a a more current write-up on the same topic, and the title changed a bit. A 104-year-old woman dies before Guinness can confirm her record as the oldest skydiver.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Ooh. Oh, boy. Womp, womp.
0: I know. She she died a little more than a week after she potentially broke the world record for the oldest skydiver. Dorothy Hoffner jumped 13,500 feet from a plane with a skydive Chicago in Ottawa, Illinois, in October 1st. She likely died in her sleep Monday at Brooksdale Senior Living Center, said the Guinness World Book of Records, that is still working to confirm if Hoffner broke the record for the oldest jump from a plane the current record belongs to uh somebody with a re- really interesting name of sweden from sweden who was 103 sweden. when she made her jump in 2022 so yeah i i don't know how long it takes uh guinness world book of records she's older than 103 you'd think it'd just be a a, yeah. a, a checkbox on a form somewhere, but <laughs>
1: Some the yeah, paperwork. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what if her only goal was to see her name in that book? Bless her. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, heart.
0: I got to get The only get into reason something. she oh. did
1: it and she didn't make it because oh. uh, <laughs> it's, Man. it's so tragic. I love people. I love people who, who who break these 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 crazy Guinness Book of World Record, like you know the longest you know people who rode the longest on a roller coaster. Right, right, right. And I'm like you know, really, I mean, it's well, and it's they're, it's, they're, it's it's they're it's, keeping track of that stuff. I love it.
0: it well, and mm. it's a gimmick, really, because if you pay them they will come out and they will count your <laughs> yeah. your your you know your collection or they will watch you crush things with your head or whatever and uh they will make up a record that any anyone yeah. you want for like $5,000 they'll fly somebody out with the suit and they'll have a thing made and so you can literally do anything and when i found that out i decided i did not want to uh be the guy uh with the most buzz Lightyear collectibles, even though I think I am uh, <laughs> yeah. I think that's, I am
1: that's crazy. So man, I'm a, I'm a hundred and two man and I just I what what have I done with my life? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get in that book. Getting that book. I'm gonna Put get in that in book. That's pages. what I'm gonna do. That's gonna I'm gonna leave my mark on this world.
0: Oh, I hope she does post more post what do they call it? Post yeah. you met I don't know. We'll yeah, I'm rooting week? for yeah. you, Dorothy. <laughs> we hope it works out and you can do it. Well, I want to ask some questions of our wonderful guest. Uh, how long have you
1: done comedy? I've done comedy for, uh, I've been doing it for quite a while. Um, I, I, uh, I'm, but I moved out to California in 2009 uh, to uh, pursue acting. Mm-hmm. And I kind of put comedy on the back burner for about nine years. So I don't really count those years. So there's the uh, qualifier. Okay, but I have first time on stage was 1989. Wow, January of 1989 was my first time uh, at an open mic. I did comedy in front of an audience. How
0: what was that like? Uh, I I I ask because I am a, a comedian in the making. I have yet to do. I, I've done one one stand up, but it was a very positive atmosphere. No heckling was allowed, you know, on and on and on. So I've, li- I've yet to do a real open mic. How? What was that like? How did you get yourself there? Were you nervous? You know, what was your, what was your experience?
1: I still get nervous, James. I, I, I mean, uh, I've been doing it a long time. And I, I say, you know, if you don't get nervous, then you got to find something else to do. Mm. Okay, just a little bit of butterflies. There's got to be a little bit of excitement or, you know might not go the right way you got you know i mean if, if you're not feeling that you know that's the reason uh i read somewhere i read that's why steve martin quit he said uh quit stand-up comedy It just got too easy he said there was no more mm. challenge in it mm. you know he'd mm. go out and say anything and they'd all laugh and uh. i remember i read that somewhere um as for first time starting and what it feels like and all that um i i had to be pushed into it oh, yeah. I, I mean i was always fascinated by stand-up comedians. Um, you know, I have, I have, I've had tapes since I was very, very little before I even knew what the jokes were, you know? Richard Pryor, <laughs> George Carlin. Um, yep. But I, I was, uh, I remember a friend calling me up and uh, saying, hey man, there's like this amateur comedy. And I go, oh, that's great, yeah, let's go do that, yeah. So we went, we watched the comedians. Next week he calls me up, I'm at work and he goes, hey, you want to go see the comedians again? I go, yeah. He goes, what about you? Why don't you do it? You, you're you fascinated with stand-up comedy. You're always telling jokes. Why don't you do it? I go, yeah, maybe one day. Mm-hmm. And he goes, well, I just talked to the manager. He's going to give you three minutes, so you better get ready. Oh. <laughs>
0: that,
1: <laughs> that's a that, good friend. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, and I got to tell you, I went and did it, That which was a couple of days after that. And uh I got... I, I did three minutes. I got maybe two laughs.
0: Oh. oh.
1: <laughs> but I fell in love with it. Yeah. I, that that first laugh, just, it just changed me. And I guess if he never pushed me into it, I guess I would have never known how badly I wanted to do it. Wow. So. That's awesome. You should just do it, James. You should just get up there, man. I mean, if I you feel passionate. <laughs> about it you got to just get up there.
0: i am yeah. i just i'm yeah. so scared st louis is a rough city and uh yeah. they don't yes. mind letting you know what they think of you and so i'm just oh i'm so nervous i'm so stinking nervous mm.
1: but did did stand up in st louis one time a long time ago at uh, catch a rising star yeah awesome awesome uh, yeah did a, did a um a showcase set for the manager and uh, never wound up getting back because it was so far. I was living in Florida at the time, and it just didn't make sense ah. financially mm-hmm. <laughs> to drive yeah. all that way. But right, right. I'm going to get back there one day. Yeah.
0: Now, on your website, you promote no sex, no religion, no politics, just goofball funny. And uh, watching what I've seen online, that's def- definitely your style. What led to you leaning that direction? And is it harder to be funny without those crutches that a lot of people use you know it's to me um, to me it seems funnier I'm, eh, it seems easier to be funny when you're dirty
1: yeah and i'm by no means squeaky clean right okay right. i would i would say i i lean pg-13 and occasionally R, but it's not because of toilet humor and it's not because of um you know you know sex stuff or anything like that And I don't make fun of religion and I don't make fun of, uh, I don't do anything with politics because, you know, at this level, I'm in the business of selling tickets. Right. Why would I want to isolate half the country? No? So I just stay away from politics. You know, I just want people to come to my show and just laugh. Yeah. Yeah. So, So where do you get most of your material? Uh, it's mostly observational. It's mostly driving. I mean, I do a lot of driving in this, um, in this uh, career choice, and uh, <laughs> something will just occur to me, and I'll just drive and you know, mull it over in my head, and sometimes I'll act it out as I'm driving to a, a show or something like that. It's, it's 90% of it is like that, and the other like 10% is hanging out with other comics and just bouncing ideas back and forth off each other.
0: Right, right. Yeah. So tell me about well, your podcast.
1: My podcast is called New Bits with Vac and Vinny. Uh, Vac is a comedian. I'm a comedian. And the premise of the podcast is we bring a new joke idea to the podcast that we are working on. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he gives me ideas for it. You know, I give him ideas for his. And then we bring it on stage, film it, so that the audience gets to see for the very first time what, or how this joke did. First time in front of an audience. And then we teak, review, try to make it better. And um, yeah, it's, it's, (laughs) there was, there was, so there was, there was a couple of times where it was like, ooh, you know. (laughs) But, but, but that was, that was, I wanted the audience to see the process. That was my, I want them to see it. So they, they get to see it fly or die. That's what, that's what Vac and I say. We're going to, you know, this video is going to fly or die. You're going to get a look at it.
0: Yeah. that's so, good i'm gonna have to check that yeah. out some more
1: new I, bits with vac and Vinny, yeah
0: yeah no bit. i i pulled up the the youtube and
2: was looking at the thumbnails and i said i thought for a second is that steve martin here with because <laughs> one of the pictures he's smiling he's got his head back a little bit and uh i thought vac was was steve martin oh uh, yeah. yeah that's i'm gonna tell him that he's Vinny. gonna love that yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, do that i'm a big fan of all of them but uh yeah uh, I, 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 you, you mentioned something a minute ago and I wanted to, to jump back that, um, you're talking about your first open mic night and, and that you got a couple of laughs. Yeah. I'm curious what you, what you, you, what you quantify as a laugh. Is it two or three people? Is it the room? Is it mm. the inner person in your head?
1: Good question. <laughs> the first, the first, uh, the first laugh, <laughs> Yeah, the first laugh was, um, was, felt like the whole room mm, yeah first laugh i got the second laugh i got was more like chuckle chuckle that's you know it was it was that more like as a laugh yeah, yeah it counts as a laugh they were making noise they uh they they liked it enough to um let me know they appreciated it with noise you know <laughs> yeah um nice anyway that's me looking back on this a long time ago obviously right. with my uh naive interpretation of all that at the time yeah, yeah. the two laughs was enough to. Hook no
0: me. yeah yeah
2: yeah more than enough.
1: enough especially that first one the first one was like, I was like whoa how oh, i like this <laughs> you know?
2: yeah. i want more I could, I could get addicted
1: to that yeah I, I, that's yeah john i say i say comedy is a sickness i do i say mm-hmm. love of comedy is a sickness because you know i've had some nights Era, it didn't go that well. Not even that well. <laughs> not even two laughs and three minutes. Well, mm. and I go, ah, I'm going to get him tomorrow. Yeah, that's sick. It's nuts. Yeah, who wants to yeah. go back to that torture? <laughs> you know,
2: I, I, would, I would probably like. I can't take this kind of rejection. If they're not going to laugh at my joke, that's why I'm in podcasting. Because yeah, I can't hear
1: what the results. Yeah, are. that's
2: true.
0: You're not there. <laughs>
1: I'm funny to me. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> sometimes
1: it can get rough. Sometimes. Yeah.
0: yeah. All right. Well. Um, as you know, we're a story show, and so we would love to hear a story from you. We're gonna hit our stinger here and uh, pass it right over to you. So, okay,
2: let me tell y'all a story. Let me tell y'all a story,
0: ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Vinny Coppola.
1: Hey, so I'm gonna. I I, I think. Um, I think. I think this is. This will be a good one. It, it was. It's a uh, one like the weirdest. Show or experience I ever had in stand up comedy. Um, and this is probably about 2008. Um, and a couple of things you need to know about that is uh, I was working for a booker who booked like these two week runs. And they were through the Midwest a lot of the time. And um, there were these long drives in between shows, sometimes days off. So I would have my buddy who I was going to be opening for me. I would get the gig, it would be all the rooms, all the shows, how much money we're making, where they are, and all that. And I would email him, and he would, he was a good internet guy, a good math guy, and he'd determine whether we could make a profit. And if he said, yes, we can make a profit, we'd go.
0: Mm.
1: This particular one takes place in North Dakota somewhere. I don't know if you've ever been to North Dakota, Mm. but um, way up there. Way, way up there. And this was, sometime in february so there's snow on the ground and here's an interesting thing about north dakota is you go you drive on the highway you know middle of nowhere and then you see a sign and it says the name of the city and it'll say like population 65 it tells Uh, you the population of the town and sometimes there's hardly anybody there well this was one of those towns oh oh boy We, we um we we're performing in, like, it was Minnesota or something. We had a long drive. We didn't want to buy another hotel. We wanted to save money. So I said, let's just go to the gig, and we'll get the hotel room when we get there. We wind up showing up at, like, 8.30 in the morning. There's nothing around. We don't see a hotel. So we go into the diner, get something to eat, and uh, everybody's looking at us. Everybody's looking at us. It's about six or seven people in the diner that are all looking at us. I walk up to the... Lady, uh, lady at the at the counter. I go, listen. Uh, this is gonna sound crazy, but uh, do you know who? And I can't remember her name, but let's just say Kathy. I go, do you do you know uh, Kathy? Blah blah blah. And I go, you're the comedians, aren't you? <laughs> and we go, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah. She goes, yeah. Kathy lives. Uh, make a left out of here. Go down the street until you see the house that looks like a Holstein. I go, what's a Holstein? <laughs> And uh, and the, and the uh, my buddy goes, that's a cow, Vinny. That's a cow. I said, really? It's a house that looks like a cow. Okay. So we go down. You ever seen a gateway box, a gateway computer box? Yes.
0: Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. what this
1: house looked like. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> whole thing looked like this. We knock wow. on the door. because we Yeah. We knock on the door because we want to, <laughs> you know, it's, and bear in mind, it's like 830 in the morning. So we're like, should we knock? Should we? Well, look, I want to get in the hotel room. I want to take a nap. Okay. We've been driving all night. So we knock on the door and... Uh, I guess Kathy's husband opens the door and I can see him like this a little bit. You know, he's like he's like stumbling around a little bit, obviously drinking. And he goes, hey, the comedians are here. And then I see the two women. It's their sisters, Kathy and her sister. And they're wasted, guys. It's 830 in the morning and they're wasted. And I said, hey, you know, hey, we're really looking forward to the show. Um, Just want the hotel information. We'll go there. We'll get catch a nap and we'll see you tonight. And they go. But this, you're staying here. You're staying at our house. Oh my! In the Holstein house.
2: Oh the Holstein my. house.
1: And guys, when so I walk in, everything's a cow. <laughs> Cows everywhere. Oh everywhere no! Cow. <laughs> everywhere cow. Yeah, oh everywhere. no! Yeah. So uh, she goes, okay. Well, that's your room, and that's your room. So I get the sisters' room. And guys, I can tell you that this room probably hadn't been cleaned in.
0: Oh!
1: You know. Well, I keep all my clothes on, and I'm just lying there in, the, in the, <laughs> the bed, like, you know, whatever. And I don't know, I sleep for a couple of hours, and then Dave walks in, he goes, Hey, man, you know, these are, you know, we're their guests, we're doing the show for them, we should probably just hang out with them for a little bit.
0: Mm. I said, Okay,
1: yeah, that's a good idea. So I yep. walk outside. Guys, they hadn't stopped drinking. Oh, <laughs> like, oh wow. I mean they were just like you know i mean they couldn't keep their heads up They were, but they, they were funny they were fun they were entertaining you know right. they were you know hilarious they probably laugh
2: um, a little harder when they're like that right exactly they were <laughs> laughing a lot you know
1: um, at one point uh one of the i can't remember which sister it was walks my buddy dave and the other one goes oh you got to see this and i forgot I, listen it's been a while I, I, you got to go see this um towel drops she's not wearing any pants oh <laughs> and, my gosh whoops uh, and she's like pointing stuff out and, and i can hear dave in the other room and, she goes, well, just blah, blah, blah. and dave's like yeah that's really interesting can you please put on some pants <laughs> <laughs> and then she yells into some the other room and I forget, hey where's my pants and they're like i got your pants it's dry wow it was, like a, it was a madhouse in there it was crazy so uh we we survived that. They made us a little something to eat. We you know we took showers uh, separately, and we went to the show. <laughs> and guys, my entire show that night was basically making fun of them. I was just all I was doing because apparently nobody likes them in town. Nobody liked them. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, you know, and uh, <laughs> and she was the what the woman was thinking about buying the church and painting it. Like a, like, a like a cow. Like a cow. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. Oh, hallelujah. My big joke at the night was, uh, I mean, among, among all the ones f- making fun of me, I go, ladies and gentlemen, if you think you hate her now, wait <laughs> until you hear her plans for the church. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we finish up the show, and um, like I said before, we're trying to save money on this game because we want to walk away with a profit. We're right. trying to save money. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, okay, come on back, you guys, and you know you can sleep. And but I said, and I said, nah, we got to get to the next gig. We got to get to the next Mm. gig. And I just wanted to get as far away as possible. It was the weirdest experience I've ever had on the road. Just staying in their hotel, uh, staying in their um, cow house, and uh,
0: Holstein House of Horrors.
1: Holstein House of Horrors, and them just drinking. I mean, the guys, I tell you, they hadn't stopped drinking, and they hadn't wow. stopped. They all they came to the show, kept on drinking. It was, wow! God bless them, you know. <laughs> That's huh. awesome.
2: I guess there's not a lot to do up there, in North Dakota. Nah, not yeah. after you've
0: painted your house, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's like what? Do you looks wanna, like what cow. are
0: you going to do now? We've got everything decorated. Let's let's drink. Let's
1: drink. Yeah. it looks like a cow. Looks like a Holstein. Yeah, <laughs> Holstein. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh mercy! And I wonder optional if, drinking. Yeah.
2: I wonder if she had was successful with that that church. If they would have served milk and cookies f- for communion.
1: <laughs> there you go. I don't know. We're gonna make. Some, we're gonna institute some changes now that yeah, the color of the some church changes. has changed. Yeah.
2: yeah, that's great. The pews uh, <laughs> have be turned into troughs, and uh, uh,
1: milk and cookies for communion.
0: The holy uh, Holstein tabernacle.
1: 50 <laughs> percent of my set that night was just me just you know goofing on them in a uh in a um in a light-hearted way oh and, that's great yeah. that's and great. of course Dilly they laughed the hardest stay. they were laughing the hardest at it. the two women they were laughing i mean the whole audience they loved it but they were laughing the hardest at yeah, it.
0: yeah laugh their pants off i bet you know
1: <laughs> yes they did <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alright, well thank you so much for joining us I, uh, We're going to take a quick break And we'll be right back
3: Say goodbye All right, all that's left is, uh, first of all, wonderful
0: story. Thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing and letting yeah. us pick your brain a little bit about comedy. Uh, let, Thank you so much for having uh, us, guys. No, no, let, let's yeah. uh, let's talk about Facebook. He You can find him at Vinny.com on Facebook. On Twitter, also Vinnie.com. um, On Instagram, it's vinny Coppola. Uh, and then YouTube.com slash at vinny.com is how to get to his youtube channel and check out his uh his awesome podcast uh vinny i just had one more question man uh you own you freaking own vinny.com who who did you have to kill (laughs) to get that (laughs) name
2: he's a He's a
1: comp- I, I know some people. Don't worry about it. No. <laughs> yeah, that's right.
2: I know some people that I can. You guys, I
1: can take care of it. That's right. Don't worry about it. Just, you know. Uh, real quick, guys. You got another minute? Yeah. Real quick. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, when, um, when I had first started doing comedy, my roommate, not the one that pushed me into comedy, but my roommate at the time was a big tech guy, and he saw the internet coming. And mm. he said to me, he goes, hey, man, you're... You're a you're a comedian. You're going to need a website. And I said, "What's a website?" Oh, never even heard of it. And he goes, "Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it." He goes, "I'm going to take care of it." He goes, for, "And wow. for my birthday, I opened up an envelope that said Vinny.com." And I go, "What ah, is this?" He goes, "That's your website." That's go, amazing. Okay, whatever Man. you say. He now at the time I was going by Hitman, Hitman of comedy. At the time, he tried yeah. to get me Hitman.com it was taken right right <laughs> of course yeah. so um Fairhead, man. i like Vinny.com better I'm no it's I great it. i
0: you know you it could sell amazing. that thing for a hundred thousand dollars if you wanted to i bet it could 13, be a retirement 000, plan Thirteen
1: thousand right now how much it's thirteen thousand. <laughs> wow right. 13. wow by the way that's the easiest way to find me just go to vinny.com, vinni T.com, all my social media is up there yeah and you can just click 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 right there
0: excellent excellent well again thank you for coming on the show you are a blessing and uh it was a privilege for us to have you
1: thank you yes thank Thank you so much
0: all right all right it's time for some listener stories All right, so the first one we have here is Starbucks Situation by Donnie Uh Trapnell in Rescue, California. My wife, Vanessa Vanessa Trapnell, and I met at a Starbucks in Sacramento, California on on (laughs) 10-11-12. Whoa. That's pretty cool. That means you automatically have to get married. (laughs)
2: Yeah, I think it's like in the law somewhere. Yeah. What do they call those dates when they when they have a unique order to them? I don't know. I feel like there's a special name for it. I bet
0: it. there is. Smarter people than me would know. But anyway. Yeah. I had just gotten out of a rocky marriage and her ex-boyfriend was still living at her house. So we weren't looking for anything other than friendship. In fact, her ex was in the car waiting for us the whole time while we were inside playing a game on our phones together. <laughs> Eventually, <laughs> she fell for my, albeit limited charms, and agreed to go out with me. So fast forward to 10, 11, 16. I asked her to take the day off work so we could celebrate the day we met, and my life changed forever. Picked her up, and we went to the same Starbucks and grabbed a couple of Frappuccinos, drinking them while we played the same game we played that first day we met. In a goofy attempt at a proposal, I asked her to join in me in my efforts to take over the world like a Bond villain, And when she accepted, I pulled out a ring and slid it on her finger. So then I said, so the reason I wanted you to take the day off, and then I asked her if she'd like to get married right then. So we headed to the local county clerk and got married. So to recap, we got Starbucks, got engaged, got married, then finished our Starbucks. Hope it makes it on the show. (laughs) Donnie (laughs) Trapnell. That's awesome. That's a great story. That is a good one. (laughs) I hope uh, I hope her ex wasn't still living <laughs> still in the now. car. Let's recreate the date completely. Yeah, I even got your ex boyfriend. He's sitting on the car right there yeah. now. Yeah, a rocky marriage. Did that mean Sylvester rocky. Stallone was involved in that or? Uh... <laughs> <I> agree, <huh? laughs> no, oh, congratulations. Hey, that, that was that. So
2: if they got married um, on ten, eleven, sixteen. Yesterday was was their anniversary. anniversary. Today is the 12th He actually did respond
0: and say that this was his uh, anniversary week. So happy anniversary, guys. Yes. Vanessa and Donnie sitting in a tree. K-I-S-S-I-N-G. Oh, here comes love. (laughs) Then comes marriage. Yeah, Starbucks. And then marriage. (laughs) And then more Starbucks. Yeah, (laughs) Starbucks. And then more Starbucks. (laughs) That's right. You can never go wrong with more Starbucks. Never,
2: because that's what makes the world go round. How did you meet your wife? You really want to know? Yeah. Okay. She was really good friends with the fiancé of my good friend and roommate in college. Okay. And um, she was uh, headed down to Southeastern, the college that I went to. And um, it's a funny, crazy thing. So... I was not really in a relationship or anything at the time. And Mark and Kristen, the, my roommate and his fiance, they were like trying to introduce us to each other, even though, you know, we had not met. And of course this is before the internet and all that. I mean, not before the internet, but before, you know, cell phones and all that stuff with mm-hmm. keeping in contact. So, um, they pulled out, uh, they, they showed her a picture of me. And I, back in the day, I used to have like wavy hair Yeah, and it was, a he had great hair y'all.
0: That, I'm telling you.
2: I, I did. I had hair. And it, was it was like his defining it. feature. Was it? I yeah, didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, my cool hair. Now it's gone. I guess I had too much pride for it. But um, <laughs> I had hair. It looked like Kramer from Seinfeld. It was just like it was all yeah, like it was, it was just a stupid picture that they took of me. That's what Kristen had showed Amy, and the picture that did Kristen she swipe left me, or right
0: on that? Oh, they didn't do that back then. I don't yeah,
2: know. Yeah, I think, I don't even know which direction you're supposed to swipe, but I'm sure whatever direction it went, it would have been towards the trash can. And the first picture that I saw of her was one of those glamour shots. Oh, man! And She and I, I I never, I was like always like, Oh, I don't know, I could ever date somebody who took a glamour (laughs) shot. And um, she was mortified later on in life when she found out that was the first picture I saw of her because she hated that. Yeah. Her mom made her go get all gussied up and have those glamour shots done. She didn't want to do
0: it. That was a phase.
2: (laughs) She was living in West Virginia at the time, and I'm thinking, Oh, this sweet. Cute West Virginia girl got yeah. glamour shot. That's Her and really
0: all the so realtors funny. in the area getting glamour shots. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> glamour shots. <laughs> we need to bring back glamour shots. Yeah,
0: we need glamour shots yeah. for men. You just get a lumberjack shirt and they rub some dirt on your face and start snapping pictures. Oh wow, man! Yeah, you could Dude, have. That's a great idea. You Could have an axe or hold a gun. You know, yeah. you get stuff f- that you don't usually s- do. Some night and vision then. goggles. Yeah, just yes, just anything. To make you look super cool. And then put a Gaussian blur on there, you know? Just a little blur. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hide those imperfections, you know? (laughs) And then tilt your head just a little to the sideways. Put your fingers underneath your chin, you know? Yeah, there you go.
2: (laughs) Get a big cheesy smile. (laughs) Oh, no, wait. You wouldn't do that. Like, if you're hanging on a rope on the side of a mountain, you're tough, tough looking.
0: yeah. So yeah. if you're looking for an entrepreneurial idea, that's it. Glamour Shots for Men. I don't know. It feels like uh, a line of
2: um, advertisements that Brother John would, uh, you know. Yeah, maybe he should do a, and,
0: uh, an ad for that. That would be great.
2: Yeah. You tired of looking like a stupid, goofy dumbo? <laughs> <laughs> I'll work on that. Maybe, All right. maybe we can get something. All together.
0: right. So, okay. The, the story. I'm sorry I interrupted. She yeah. was Glamour Shots girl. And- oh, yeah. Well,
2: that, that was it. Oh, And so those were what we saw of each other, and then so she finally showed up at college. It was like, you know, the first week, everybody's moving in and stuff, and I actually met her in the cafeteria. Hmm. And uh, she was I was super nice and friendly and good-looking, and, good looking. and I, I shook her hand like, you know, you, you do. You're not as blurry in real life. yeah yeah (laughs) you look like a real person (laughs) and your hair isn't as big as i thought it would be and there is no weird accent yeah um yep and so and 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 you know it was one of those things that was just meant to be i suppose Mm. because i i kept seeing her on campus and i talked to her and i would try to not be interested in her and, and and stuff like that but i was like you know what She's
0: pretty doggone awesome, so well, and you uh you didn't have your clown costume anymore, so you couldn't break up with her <laughs> so no no i was
2: uh I was not a clown at that time yeah. i you, you uh, had
0: no way out, you had to stick yep. in there,
2: you know, so I was actually doing some some mime work at the time, oh so wow. I could have played the silent treatment, you know, <laughs> but yeah, well, I'm glad I asked, yeah, that was, that was a I was, good story. I thought you didn't. Yeah. Well, thanks. That, that's, that's how we met. Uh, there's, there's many other stories in, in line with that, like how we got engaged, but I, I could save that for another time. Yeah.
0: I <laughs> costume. Did you wear to that? I wonder. See.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I asked her to marry me a, uh, a couple weeks after we got back together. So,
0: Oh, <laughs> after a breakup.
2: Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. you wanted I was to was an idiot.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Um, Jen and I, broke up one time and after that mm. it changed my whole life. Same. Like, yeah. like I was like, I can't live without this woman. And it yep. just it aged me. I think maturity wise and fear wise yep. and everything else, I I had kind of played with the relationship, you know, and just kind of taken it for yeah. granted. But when she dumped me, I was I was devastated. Like hardcore mm. Uh, it yeah, 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 wouldn't have worked yeah. out. But anyway, we got a story from Asher Coombs I'd like you to bring to the table. Yes, I shall. This is the One-Wheel
2: War. Three years ago, my family and I attended a church home group. Essentially, it's a Bible study to discuss the previous uh, sermon. It was a dark midwinter evening, and I was riding my unicycle. <laughs> oh, <I'm> sorry. <laughs> that just kind of struck me funny. I mean... It's not like you can coast on a unicycle. So you can put a lot of effort.
0: In. Yeah, he <laughs> he like... actually. I cut out. I edited it a little bit. I cut out a a a, a prequel to this where Uh-oh. he went into great detail and a and a postquel whatever that is. Uh, a a P.S. Prequel at the end, a postscript where he's like, if you don't believe that I can ride a unicycle, go to my Instagram. <laughs> Because he was, he was very uh, concerned that we would not believe this story. And I
2: believe oh, it. Oh, man. So. I, yeah, I mean, unicycles are—I I had a friend that—I guess you call it riding a unicycle, although I feel like you're, there's a lot of work involved, balance and constant movement and all that stuff. Yeah. Well, on this dark midwinter evening, uh, I was riding my unicycle to the meeting, complete with a headlamp to light my way. <laughs> As I gazed ahead,
0: just getting all the girls like, man, that's a weird moving car. He was just ladies, please back up. I'm trying to get through.
2: Uh, As I gazed ahead, I was startled to encounter 12 deer, including four bucks. I'm like, you, you had time to count those. I yeah. Mean, I mean, you don't move real fast when you're on a <laughs> unicycle. So I guess you, there's 12, 12 deer and four buck uh, right in front of me. Now, although it's a common sight in Grant County, Oregon, stalkers, I uh, hadn't noticed them until it, I was put practically right in the midst of them. <laughs> uh, to those unfamiliar, a frightened buck may become protective of its mates. These four bucks warned me by stomping their hooves and lowering their horns. Yikes. I'd I'd be backpedaling. That is scary. I've seen videos of deer attacking, not deers, deer attacking hunters. And even though it's quite comical, it's also quite frightening. Scary. So uh, Asher says, it unnerved me. So I instinctively flashed my headlamp at them and emitted a series of bizarre barks in an attempt to scare them off. Well, it worked. But picture this. A 13, 14-year-old riding a unicycle in the pitch-dark night, barking as it's using its headlamp to deter deer. Wow, that sounds like an album cover for uh, the grunge band in the 90s.
0: Yeah, My next band is going to be Deter Deer yeah
2: deterred deer we complete with a unicycle riding headlamp wearing barking I, what do you call it a sounds like riding? a christmas a carol
0: <laughs> 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 well barking unicyclists yeah you just trade out the deer for reindeer and and we're good you know uh,
2: there you go there you go and then just uh, it's a midwinter night instead of a you know, um, it was a midwinter night, yeah, in this yeah. story here. So I,
0: I think Christmas needs more unicycle representation in its, in it its does. selection of carols, you know. It, I agree 100%.
2: Asher continues, I glanced around and noticed an older man staring at me in the bewildered silence. <laughs> I nodded politely and slowly <laughs> pedaled away. Uh, slightly faster, though, making the whole scene even more comical. Because... Uh. Riding a unicycle at speed involves a lot of swaying, making me appear like I was bouncing up and down as I squeaked along. The <laughs> you should have just picked the unicycle up and ran. I'm yeah. Really, I, this thing's moving so slow. I never brought up this embarrassing encounter at the home group. Instead, I quietly sat in my own embarrassment. Well, Asher, thank you for sharing that embarrassment with us today.
0: Asher. Asher. Asher rides a unicycle, man. That's great. You know, people have one wheels. People have hoverboards. People use electronic skateboards or regular skateboards. Asher has and uses a unicycle for transportation. That is a whole level (laughs) that I've never seen or heard of in the unicycle world. I've, I've seen guys do tricks. I've seen them, you know, do juggling and stuff like that, but... Just jumping on and going to your neighbor's house and accosting deer along the way? That's yeah, that's yeah, an adventure. Chasing them down. He's got a ten speed unicycle. He shifts gears and stuff.
2: <laughs> now that would be awesome.
0: <laughs> that would be awesome. I've my friend that I
2: had that was a unicycle guy, um, we would go mountain biking and he'd bring the crazy thing with him. And, like he was better on the trail with that unicycle than <laughs> I was on it
0: with my bike. That's crazy. Yeah, I've seen guys do stuff where they jump from, you know, like they get to the top of a barrel and then jump on top of a car and then jump on top of a roof, and, and they're all balancing on this unicycle. And uh, I wonder if Asher can do any of that. I'm going to have to check out his his Instagram. That's,
2: yeah. that's all there is to I'm that. I'm going to do that too for sure. All I right. won't do it right now because I don't
0: want to interrupt the show. No, no, good good idea. Mike Jones from California writes uh, a story called Donkey Tail. Whenever my wife, Juliana, and I needed a lot of groceries, we'd go to the store together. After going through all the aisles and grabbing what we needed, she'd say, go get in line. I'm going to run back to the store and see if we missed anything. Yeah, I can relate.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. It's game on then. She'll take, uh, she'll back off and go to the beginning of the store and I'll head to the check line stir. <laughs> good, Nice. Good throwback
2: there. <laughs>
0: yeah. This game makes me uncomfortable because I impatiently attempt to send my brainwaves to the person at the register to say, hurry up. I would be saying, slow down, <laughs> but. Yeah, exactly. Pushing my Don't thoughts through their quick. forehead. Meanwhile, my wife keeps running back and adding more and more to the cart and disappearing again into the aisles. I see. I see. Her method is different than my wife's. Um, Ah. My wife goes and stays gone. And I'm worried, is she going (laughs) to make it back before the check gets to us? But his wife's just going and grabbing crap and coming back, going, grabbing crap, coming back. So, so he's just ready for it to end. Meanwhile, he says, All the while I'm sending looks to the customers behind me like, I'm so sorry. Because <laughs> they started off with a loaf of bread, you know, and now, yeah. now they got a cartload. <laughs> <there's> two carts. <laughs> uh, one time, Juliana was on a roll. She brought chips and then some bananas, a plant, some salsa, eggs, and so on. <laughs> it finally came my turn to the checkout, and the cashier said, I see you have a donkey tail. And I'm thinking to myself, oh. They have some name for it when someone keeps adding to the cart while somebody uh, else is in line. A donkey tail. Yeah, a donkey tail. I said, yeah, sorry about that. It's something she likes to do. So when we were in the car, I looked at my wife and I said in a serious tone, the cashier called you a donkey tail because you kept adding to the cart while she was in li- Like we were in line. Really? She didn't sound convinced. And what did you say? I apologized Uh to her, and I told her that that's just what you like to do. So you didn't defend me after she called me a donkey tail, she asked. I knew I wasn't winning (laughs) at this point. She continued, oh, okay, I see. Well, just to let you know, and she paused a beat. The name of the plant I bought is a donkey tail. She was talking to you about the dumb plant. Who's the donkey tail now? She, she <laughs> oh rolled her days. eyes and let me marinate in that for a minute and then eventually started laughing. I pretended it was because she thinks of me as her lovable numbskull. Thanks for the great show and keeping me chuckling. Mike Jones from <laughs> California. So,
2: oh, man. Awesome. It's a donkey. It's a, I wouldn't have known.
0: No, I, I mean, it's donkey a,
2: tail. Yeah, it's a secret I mean. lingo
0: in the Chuck Leinster world. That yeah. you know. Oh, here comes another donkey tail. Uh, <laughs> comes the donkey tail. <laughs> I mean,
2: what if his response would have been different to that? You know, instead of him saying it's something. Yeah, I can't help my wife. You know, she just uh, she keeps picking stuff
0: up. She's and, totally a donkey tail. I agree. She's totally a donkey tail. <laughs> what did you say? It sounds mm-hmm. like a hairstyle to me, honestly. Like, that's what I was thinking, yeah. Like call and my that's, life.
2: That's a... what I was thinking the end of the story was gonna be. Is like, well, did you notice how your hair is pulled back into a donkey tail? Not donkey a ponytail. Tail. Yeah, that's not... what girls wear. <laughs> donkey tail.
0: Men wear donkey tails. That's great. That's John right. Steinklopper, right there. Men wear donkey tails. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh that's great. That's good stuff. All right. This one's called uh, Blessing Jesting, and uh, it's from Emmy Holloway. Tonight, tonight, I was having family prayer with my two kids, age three and a half and six, and we settled in at the couch. I was on my knees, facing my hands with each of them on either side of me. They kept squirming and wiggling, as kids do. I was trying my best not to become irritated because, you know, I'm praying after all. <laughs> yeah, Lord. That's right, eh, amen. Please help these kids to hold still before I beat the crap out of them. You know? <laughs> so I popped my head up and I said, now y'all need to settle down. It's prayer. It's prayer time. So <laughs> I told them that they could pray too. So I put my face back down in the couch and my three and a half year old daughter, Chloe, squirms and twists next to me. And uh I hear her say, Um, Jesus, please bless this food in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs> oh wait, wrong prayer. <laughs> she laughs. And I stifled my laugh and went on praying, Emmy Holloway. Emmy, you gotta let it out, girl. Laugh. Yep. <laughs> laugh. Jesus was like, Emmy, hold on. Hold on. We're still laughing about what your daughter said. (laughs) We can't hear you right now. (laughs) Because she's obviously not eating right now unless she's
2: found (laughs) something in those couch cushions, which is quite possible when you've got a a two and a three and a half year old. Absolutely. Or a three and a half and a six year old. You never know.
0: You never know what you got in there. We have some announcements. Hats are available on Etsy. Make sure you pick one up. Subscribe to that story show YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at James W. Kennison, And then our theme show.
1: Our next theme show. Only Canada stories. All Canada, all the time.
0: All right. Our theme show is Thursday, November 16th. So you've got till, you got roughly a month to get your stories in. We know you are out there, Canadians. We know you listen. I have proof in the analytics of the podcast that there are plenty of you out there. We want you to represent your country and send us some stories based on Canada stuff or whatever. Maybe you're an American. You've had a trip to Canada. We just want to represent America's hat. So this podcast is possible because of our members who support us, even though they don't have to uh, get that story show premium with uh, includes ad free listening swag and a weekly bonus podcast. Try it out for free for seven days at patreon.com slash that story show. And I want to say thanks to our newest members, Donnie Trapnell. Thank you so much. He tried out the seven days and uh, liked it so much he stayed so there you go cool special Welcome. special thanks to our producers james spangler carrie wright and christopher tynan guys it's time for us to get out of here surely you have a funny life story send it to the show submit your story at that story.show and call it in toll free at 833-55-STORY and while you're there join our mailing list And remember, Hilarious Life Stories, we all have one, so you need to share yours on that story show. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks, John. Thanks, James. Thanks to Vinnie Coppola. Coppola? How do you say it? Coppola. Coppola. There we go. Yeah, like cola with Coppola. Oh, that was good stuff. Drinking in the morning, it's what I like to do I hire comedians, then I have to go poo So I wear a towel around my waist in case it gets close I can drop that thing and go inside and do the most Of what I want to
1: do Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day